Hello and welcome to From No Crypto to No Crypto. This is Blockchain Wayne. This this episode uh, today is brought to you by Coincierge Club, a mobile private key wallet and point of sale solution, one of the fastest and most secure of its kind, helping to bring cryptocurrency mainstream. First order of business today, we're going to talk about something that's not a cryptocurrency, but it is related to currency. McDonald's has released a Mac coin celebrating 50 years of Big Mac. It is a physical coin that is a gold coin that is, you can exchange it for a free Big Mac. So the question I want to pose to everybody is, if you have a Big Mac coin, Mac coin, that is backed by Big Macs, the value of it is backed by the value of a Big Mac, and the US dollar has nothing to back it. It's not even backed by gold anymore. Is the Mac coin more stable, more secure than the US dollar. Just something to think about and then think about what we're trying to do with cryptocurrency and you see why this is such a big deal. So if you get a Mac coin, I would, I would go ahead and trade it in. Best value you're gonna get is trading it for a nice and tasty Big Mac. So first thing I wanna do before I head into the top stories of the day is cover something, a little bit of insight you hear me mention the term bearish and bullish, and I mentioned on a past episode what each of those means as far as a bear market or bearish sentiment means it's expecting that the price will go down. Bullish means that we're expecting that the price will go up, right? And that's bears and bulls. And, and the terminologies came and conveying this on a podcast is a little hard, but think about how a, how a bear attacks. A bear stands on its back legs, very tall, and attacks down, right? So that's the downward motion. Versus how does a bull attack? A bull starts low and they come up and attack up with their horns, which is why bullish sentiment is going up. If you think about that, if you visualize that, you will see what we're talking about as far as bears and bulls and why we're talking about that. So just a little history around the origin of the bear and bull terminology. So let's move on to the top stories of the day. Coinbase. Coinbase finalizes plans to list Ethereum Classic. Now, guys, I don't know if you've seen this, but Coinbase has basically been in the news every single day. Now, they are really doing their part and really making things happen for cryptocurrency to go mainstream. Ethereum Classic is, uh, it's basically, it was a fork. It was a hard fork from the original Ethereum blockchain. Ethereum Classic is what was left behind. Uh, and then you also have Ethereum. So it makes sense that they're going to add Ethereum Classic to the trading pairs. And this is from Coinbase's tweet. Our engineering team is beginning final testing of Ethereum Classic on Coinbase products. We expect final testing to be completed by Tuesday, August 7th, at which point we expect to announce that we're ready to accept inbound transfers of ETC, which is the symbol for Ethereum Classic. So with that being said, Ethereum Classic is one of the better performing cryptos. When you look at the market today, Bitcoin overall is up a little over 2%. A lot of altcoins are up more than that, anywhere from the four to seven on up range. That is because they have also fallen harder in the last few days. Now we still you know, need to see a good trend, a good move upwards from here, but it is recovered a little bit from yesterday. So Moving along, so in other news, after creating the Bison crypto trading app, the second largest stock exchange in Germany continues to embrace cryptocurrency. Their most recent initiative is 
is creating an ICO platform and trading venue and custody for cryptocurrencies and related services. Another main stock exchange trading platform. The other day we were talking about New York Stock Exchange. Today we're talking about the second largest German stock exchange moving towards cryptocurrency. If you can see the picture we're painting here is basically cryptocurrency is becoming mainstream no matter what you may hear from talking heads that are saying otherwise that are doubting cryptocurrency or are downing Bitcoin saying that there's no value in it. Those same institutions that are bashing cryptocurrency and Bitcoin are the same ones that are creating their own platforms, creating their own divisions, creating their own funds, looking into how to incorporate cryptocurrencies. So I would challenge you times when the market is being driven down by some negative sentiment, look at what they're doing. I can guarantee you they are accumulating cryptocurrency right now. And on that topic, let's move on because in other news, uh, Goldman Sachs has came out and said they expect future Bitcoin price declines. Why you always lying? All right. Yeah. Goldman Sachs is one of them that they're constantly issuing bearish statements, but they are creating their own cryptocurrency division, cryptocurrency trading desk. So, you know, they, they put out a message saying we expect further declines in the future, given our view that these cryptocurrencies do not fill any of the three traditional roles of a currency. They're neither a medium of exchange, nor a unit of measurement, nor a store of value. Again, I could play that sound snippet again. Why you always lying? Because as I said, it actually does meet those criteria and is in the process of being implemented throughout the world. Now, whether that will be one main crypto, I, I feel we're gonna have many cryptos in different spaces that are accepted. Different blockchains will serve different purposes. Different cryptocurrencies will serve different purposes, but they are becoming mainstream. Another bit of positive news. So let's go back to on May 11th, Upbit, which is a Korean cryptocurrency exchange was raided by local authorities. And there was a suspicion that they were, they were doing balance sheet manipulation and there was inflated volumes. So a couple of different agencies, watchdog agencies stormed in took hard disk accounting books of Upbit to evaluate the claims that were being put out there. And as of now, Upbit, which is the biggest crypto exchange in South Korea, came out clean in the audit. The report proved the exchange had 100% of the amount as balance sheet demonstrated. Good news for cryptocurrency. Uh, you know, just being able to hear that with everything that's going on in the news, there is a lot that's going on. So that's it for news today. Now keep in mind, these same news articles will be shared at on our Facebook page under the same name from no crypto to no crypto. So if you're not following us, go in and give the page a like and you can read all the articles there. They're typically posted around the same time that this podcast is posted. So you can go and see the latest news that we are talking about. Next in the scam corner. That's a scam. We're going to talk about today a little bit of education as well as far as accessing websites. This is something I've seen all too often. Uh, Binance was targeted with this. I don't want to say they were hacked because Binance was never hacked. But what, what your scammers will do is they will create a replicated website that looks very similar to the legitimate website. In, in the case of Binance, just, I'll give you an example that happened a few months ago. They completely replicated Binance, but the URL was slightly different. So if you Googled Binance, 
and then clicked on one of your search results and was taken to this other site and you tried to log in, they in essence then obtained your login information, which is why two-factor authentication is very important. But with that being said, they were able to access quite a few accounts that way and tried to manipulate the market by accessing those accounts. Now, Binance had measures in place to reverse that, but that is what happened. So whether, and this is not just crypto related, anything you go to, don't just click on the link in Google. I've heard so many times from people, whether they're trying to look at maybe even how to even contact Apple for customer support, right? They Google Apple, they click on the first thing they see, and next thing you know, you know, someone over the phone is telling them they need to pay in iTunes cards to get something fixed. You know, that's how scams pop up. So don't click on Google links, type in the website, you know, Binance.com. If you want to go to Binance, click in, you know, Binance.com. Make sure you're going to the legitimate verified website and also, you know, don't click on any Google links. Pay attention to the URL that's going in. If it, if once you click on it, if you do click on a link and it doesn't look right in the URL at the top, exit that. Don't try to enter any account information or login information. There's also an issue where apps, apps are popping up, whether in the Google Play Store or the app, you know, the app store from Apple. And they're basically fake apps saying, for instance, I'll give you an example of one I saw last year, Poloniex. Poloniex is a legitimate trading exchange that I've been using for quite some time, right? And Poloniex does not have a mobile app. Binance does. So I'll give you an example both ways. Someone created a fake Poloniex app where people would download it and then you're giving permissions for that app to access things on your phone. You try to log in from the app. They now have your login credentials for Poloniex. Binance, on the other hand, does have a mobile app. But if you go to Binance's main website, you can see it listed on there. So I would recommend don't just download any app that pops up in the app store saying it's for this, you know, this exchange or that exchange. Make sure you go to the exchange's website and see if on that website, if they talk about having a mobile app, they typically will link you to the Google Play Store and the Apple App Store to download it. You don't want to download anything other than that. So that is, that is just of what we wanted to talk about in Scam Corner, a little bit of education in there too. It's very important because apps are very important on my phone, I use quite a few apps to keep up with what's going on in the crypto space, whether it's to look at charts, to look at trading, to look at news, just to get information or to access certain exchanges or one that I have all my exchanges linked to. So apps are very important, but be, be aware of what you're downloading. I can tell you a couple, Cointelegraph now has a mobile app. If you go to Cointelegraph.com, which is where we get some of our news, you will see in there, there is a link to their app, which will keep you up to date on some of the latest crypto news. Another one that I downloaded, which is called Crypto News, um, it is, is basically tied to CoinMarketCap. If you go into the Google Play Store, or the Apple App Store, that is one that gives you a lot of the crypto news all in one place. It's very easy to use, very user-friendly, and I find it is the best source of news. They don't have their own news sources, but they basically compile everything into one app. Any app that asks you to enter login information, enter user information, or give any odd permissions, you want to make sure that you don't download those apps. So I will continue to give tips on apps and websites and different programs to use to trade. And that is it for our crypto news for today. Thank you for joining our podcast. 
This is from No Crypto to No Crypto. Keep in mind, you can join our Facebook page. You can like our Facebook page and stay up to date. All, all future podcasts are posted there as well. It's under the same name as the podcast, From No Crypto to No Crypto. And if you're looking for a basic, simple, easy guide to get started in cryptocurrency, we've got a 40-page book on Amazon under the same name as this podcast as well, From No Crypto to No Crypto, A Beginner's Guide to Cryptocurrency. And it's just basically the basics of what to do to get started, where to get your information, what exchanges to use. It's pretty well-rounded for just the basics to get started. So make sure you check that out. It's available in paperback and Kindle ebook. If you purchase the paperback, you do get the Kindle ebook for free. The book is only $6.99 for paperback. If you just want the Kindle ebook without the paperback, it is $4.99. So with that, hope you all have a great day, and hopefully we wake up and see some more green candles tomorrow. Until next time.